Welcome to the Health in Motion podcast. I'm your host, Evie Takis. I'm a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner who loves to help people achieve their wellness goals they once thought were impossible to reach. I am the owner of Holistically Restored, and through my coaching practice, I have been able to guide my clients through their own health journeys and teach them to truly understand their body. With a focus on hormone, thyroid, and weight management, I strive to instill the knowledge, confidence, and encouragement everyone deserves. If you enjoy this content, I'd love for you to subscribe and also leave a review on Apple Podcast. Please tell your friends, family, or anyone who is curious about bettering themselves in a holistic way. The more, the merrier. Please keep in mind this podcast is created for educational purposes only and is not to be taken as medical advice. I am so happy you're here and ready to learn. Let's do it. Hi, welcome back, everybody. I'm excited for this episode. This is a topic that has been circulating in the what I call carousel of thoughts in my head for a couple weeks now. Um, And so I thought, you know what, this would probably be a good topic because I've been having this conversation with clients and with friends and with myself. And so I think it can resonate and I'm hoping that it does. Um, I also just want to take a moment again to thank you for being here. If you are new, welcome. Um, You heard my intro as to who I am and why I'm doing what I'm doing. Um, If you are a returning listener, then thank you so much. I seriously really appreciate it. I've said this before on the podcast, but I don't know. I just I record and I'm like, I hope it sticks. I hope that this is helpful for people. So I appreciate that. If you don't follow me on social media, um, definitely come say hello But I did share this weekend a post about imposter syndrome and how I've really been in the thick of that. And I know why, um, like I can identify why and where that's coming from. It still doesn't necessarily like make it any easier, but I have gotten some really great feedback on that post. And I know that I'm not alone in that, but just to have other people share that, like, hey, I totally get that, or I'm going through that myself right now has been super helpful. So I just, I love that part of my social media is that I do feel like I get to connect with people. And so um, that's kind of an update on what's been going on with me. And then I'm actually going to share a little bit of an update on this episode in terms of the health stuff that I'm doing. Um, One other update is, again, if you don't know, I also have another podcast that I'm a co-host on. So the Wildly Optimized Wellness Podcast is a podcast that I've started with my friend and mentor and uh, co-worker, Terea Rodriguez, and we are doing that in season. So we are currently in season two. We're talking a lot about the outdoors and healing in the outdoors. We just released some episodes that are crossover episodes on cold plunges and grounding and EMFs and all that. So if you haven't checked that out, we'd, I'd love for you to join us there as well. But today, what I'd like to talk about on this podcast is about being on a health protocol. Um, I'm focusing in on the word health and healing um, because I think that that gets thrown around a lot. And I, again, this is what I work on with clients. And so this is just part of what I do. But I think that it's very easy for us to be attracted to being in a quote unquote healing phase. Um, I'm guilty of this. And a lot of people will share their process of healing on social media, and that oftentimes can raise awareness of important matters. So for example, it's like, oh, like she's taking inositol for PCOS. I have that too. Maybe I should do that. And I know that that's helped me in the past raise awareness on things for my health. And, you know, that's 
really helped people know who I am and what I do and come work with me. So I'm not saying that that's wrong. I'm not demonizing that. I'm just saying that I think it's easy to get lured into like the attraction of being on 14 different supplements to heal your gut and then wanting to jump on top of that and always wanting to be working on something and always being in a healing phase. So I I call that like the mainstream part of healing. I think it's really easy to get wrapped up in that part. And what I'm talking about is the, again, like I'm on 13 different supplements and I'm only eating four types of foods because I'm healing my gut. And so sharing the ins and outs of the protocol for everybody to hear can actually be detrimental. Um, And I say that because I've been there and I've done that. And if you, if you've been following me for a long time on social media, I don't share as much about supplements that I'm taking, or if I do, I'm not sharing particular things or as particular as what I used to, because I don't want people to think that because I'm doing that, that's appropriate for them because it might not be. And I don't want people to be doing something that's not appropriate for them. What I have designed and written out for me is for me and my coach and my mentors and the smart people in my life, just like I hope that whatever you're taking is designed by someone who is a smart person in your life who's in a position to actually be doing that. So again, I don't think it's bad to share. I mean, I love sharing and I I love when other people share because I'm like, oh, interesting. Like, I wonder if I should try that or I wonder if I wonder if that would be good for you know, for me to do with so-and-so, but I'm never just going to like copy exactly what that person is doing, especially if it's not appropriate or if I haven't vetted it first. So before I actually knew anything about what it takes to heal and functional medicine and all that, I was someone who would emulate whatever I saw my favorite influencer doing. So, you know, gosh, four years ago, maybe going on uh, four, I think, um, the golden milk latte was something that I stumbled upon from these people that were quote unquote healing their guts. And I was like, all right, that's it. I'm doing it. I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm buying the turmeric. I'm doing all these things. And like, again, nothing is wrong with that, but it was like, I was just finding anything that I could and just throwing it up and hoping it would stick. And there was no, you know, rhyme or reason as to why I was doing anything. It was just because so-and-so said it helped her gut. So I'm going to do it. Same thing with like, oh, they're not eating past eight o'clock and they're really skinny. So I guess I need to stop eating past eight o'clock, which, you know, by the way, isn't always appropriate for some people. I actually do have clients eat a little something before bed if we find that it's appropriate based on what we look at with blood sugar and getting up in the middle of the night and all that stuff. So again, like, I I think it's so easy to just be drawn to that because it's like, oh, this person looks and is ideally how I want to be or who I want to be. So I'm just going to do everything they do. And that's not always appropriate. Um, Again, there's nothing inherently wrong with wanting to try things that other people suggest, but it's just that we can go overboard sometimes on these things that aren't appropriate for us. So what that person is doing for them might not actually be appropriate for you. And I do see that a lot, actually. You know, I've even seen it with clients where sometimes I'm like, oh, like you've made a protocol 2.0 for yourself based on what you saw on Instagram, right? And again, I think it's great that they're researching on their own and wanting to experiment, but it can be dangerous to do that because not everything you see on the internet is for you. Gluten-free might not be for you. Intermittent fasting, intermittent fasting might not be for you. Certain supplements might not be for you. But the thought is, oh, since this person was using it for their condition, then maybe it'll help me. And that can actually be really wrong in certain situations. So I don't want to go on too much of a tangent about that. I'm hoping that I've, you know, driven my point home, but it needed to be said. So trust your coach, 
trust that they have a timeline for how and when to introduce certain things into your protocol, right? A coach might eventually bring in this supplement that you've been eyeing on somebody else for a while, but maybe they're waiting to do it when you get to a point where it's better for you, right? At least for me personally, I like to titrate things in. I might think like, hey, this is going to be a really good supplement for you, but let's wait until we do X, Y, and Z first so that your body can respond better to it and can hopefully bring this in better compared to doing it right now when there's more of like a dumpster fire going on. And I do that for myself. Like I have a bunch of supplements on my countertop that I'm just, I haven't gotten to yet because it's not appropriate for me to do that yet. I have other things I need to work on first. So let your coach coach, let them, you know, work out the timeline that they have in their mind. Hopefully they've communicated this with you and, you know, trust them in that way. Um, Doing all the things in capital letters can actually delay your progress and leave you with a bigger mess to clean up later. So I do believe that healing and being on a protocol can be targeted in a focused time of your life. It is a time where things might feel more restrictive or they might feel like you're not having a balance. Um, This is a time when you're, you know, healing to be more conscious of your choices on the daily and say no to things that maybe you would otherwise say yes to, um, but you're doing it or not doing it because of the phase that you're in. So yes, balance is typically the end of the goal for a lot of people, but I do question what does balance even mean? Uh, Like, what does that look like for you? And I don't think that people always know. I think they're just saying like, I want to be balanced. Like, well, what does that mean? What does that look like? What does that feel like? And sometimes they can't answer. And so I think that's the first thing to work on is like, well, what would that balance even look like for you? And I believe, and I've said this before, and I've gotten some heat on it in terms of like tracking food versus, you know, intuitive eating and all that. But I do think that sometimes it takes being diligent and strict in the beginning of a process to achieve the balance that you're actually looking for. So when you do sign up to work with a coach, you are expected as a client to do the work. This means that you get out of your comfort zone, means that you start doing things differently and that you avoid things that you otherwise would do or say or eat or partake in. That's just part of the deal. If you've signed up to be in this phase of your life where you are working with someone and they are recommending things that are most likely different than what you're doing, then that's what is expected of you. You you have to put in the work just like your coach is putting in the work. So again, it's like you're voluntarily signing up for this healing phase, for this rebuilding phase, for this recovery phase, whatever it is and whatever type of coach you're working for it could even be financial at this point. Like you're maybe you have to save a little bit more money than you typically would like to, but you are working with someone who this is what they're recommending. So you have to remember that this is a phase, a part of your life that you most likely have signed up for yourself. And so it's going to take a little bit of that work and it's going to take being uncomfortable and doing things out of the norm. Um, But looking at it as a phase can be really helpful. And that's something that, again, I want to touch on and kind of tie it all together at the end. Um, But on the flip side of that, when we hyper focus on healing 365 days of the year, it tends to mean that we are looking for issues that maybe aren't even there. So I know that I've fallen guilty of that in the past where I thought that there was always something to work on. And sure, I do think that there is technically always something to work on. I mean, I, um, yes, I love myself, but I also know that I have my flaws and I have my shortcomings and I know that there's always something to be working on. But I also think that it's important to live in the moment 
and not feel so focused in on healing and to be healing on something that maybe doesn't even need to be worked on right now, right? Like in this moment of your life, do you need to be focusing in on X issue, right? Only you can answer that, but I think it's a good question because I think we lose sight of what life is really about and we get so wrapped up in this like healing culture that we forget that part of the reason that we do healing protocols is so that we can actually enjoy our life and live it. We don't need to always be hyper-focused on a problem that maybe doesn't even exist and isn't even a problem. And so we create these problems for ourselves and then we're just like, oh, here we go again. I have this issue I need to fix. It's like, well, I mean, maybe, but I mean, do you need to really do that now? Or I thought things were going really well. So the way that I approach this and, you know, is I work really hard on my health all of the time. And I do this through my routines, my nutrition, my movement patterns, my stress management, all of which are things that I show online. But there are certain times of the year that I am more diligent than others when it comes to supplements and such. So it doesn't mean that I like stop working on my health or I'm just like not paying attention to what I'm eating or I stopped going to the gym, but I just don't feel so targeted with certain supplements all year round. I have my baseline supplements that I take all year. And then I bring in other supportive ones based on what's going on with my labs and how I feel and how I'm functioning and all that. So for example, I recently ran some hormone and gut labs on myself and I'm doing things for my gut and my hormones now. So I've brought in a few extra supplements and I'm changing up certain things for my food that I typically wouldn't be taking or eating all year round, but I'm doing that to help with these particular issues that I have found. Once I'm in a better spot, I won't take them and it'll be time for me to like reap the benefits of the hard work that I'm putting in right now during this healing phase. So that would mean that, okay, maybe I'll be tolerating more foods. I won't be as bloated. My bowel movements will be better. My energy will be better, right? Like that's a life that I want to live and enjoy. And so when I put in the hard work to get there, I want to do that and enjoy it and not be hyper-focused on what's the next thing to be working in on. So see, this is what I mean. It's appropriate to have targeted times to work on your health in a more diligent manner. Like I'm I'm absolutely in support of that. But, you know, that also means that restriction, diligence, being vigilant on your actions and what you're doing or not doing and focus are going to be a big part of that so that you can actually um, have this be an actual portion or blip of time in your life versus this is something that I'm doing the rest of my life. So, yes, working out, focusing on stress management, focusing on a better sleep, you know, feeding myself nourishing foods. That is going to be essentially baseline all the time for me. But like me taking um, calcium deglucurate for my stomach isn't probably going to be something I do the rest of my life. Right. There's the baseline things that you're always doing to maintain and work on your health and stay on top of it and one, you know, hopefully leading to a long, fulfilling life. But then there's other targeted things that you bring in for certain phases of your life to help enhance the baseline stuff that you're always doing. So look at that as a time to learn more about what your body needs, how to nourish it, and, you know, enjoy that hard work as you continue to maintain the progress that you've made on this new baseline that you've created for yourself. So another way to think about this is like if you work really hard on a goal and let's say it's to lose weight and you just lose weight without actually focusing in on the process of it, then it's probably going to be harder for you to keep it off. Because if you're just like 
a robot following a meal plan that somebody gave you and you don't even learn how to actually eat for yourself or you don't learn like, hey, this supplement makes me feel like this or hey, like I actually do much better with eight hours of sleep versus six, then it's going to be hard to maintain that progress. But if you lean into the process of working towards a healthier body weight, then you'll probably learn more about yourself, the habits that it takes to maintain that goal, the beliefs about yourself when it comes to achieving that goal, and the things that it takes to maintain that healthy body weight that you've been working so hard for. So when you aren't like, quote unquote, dieting or, you know, restricting or whatever, then you can actually maintain that progress and enjoy it because you've learned what it you've learned what is appropriate for your body and how to make this a long term thing. So I just fear that sometimes people get wrapped up into the next health thing. And that reminds me a lot of orthorexia, which is the unhealthy relationship to eating healthy and working out and such. So orthorexia is like being like having an unhealthy relationship with trying to be healthy, uh, which I'm not going to say that I haven't felt like I maybe was like that at some point in my life. Um, but there is a balance to it, right? I want to live a long, healthy, nourished, fulfilling, energetic life. And that requires work, daily work, which I know shocker, right? Which is the things that I share online, like my morning walk, circadian rhythm, movement, meal prepping, you know, trying to have better quality food, sleeping better, like supporting detoxification. Like all of that is the work that I'm putting in on the daily to support myself for that life that I want. But then you also bring in additional things when it is appropriate and when it is time to be hyper-focused on a healing protocol. So I hope that that makes sense. If you are currently working in a protocol or with a coach, or maybe I am your coach, then that's amazing. I want you to, I really encourage you to use this time wisely. Learn as much as you can. So yeah, go ahead and research. And maybe you find someone that's using a supplement that you want to ask your coach about. Nothing's wrong with that. I've had clients do that. We're like, hey, I saw so-and-so using this. Like, do you think that would be appropriate for me? Like, I'm really proud in that moment of like, yeah, like, I'm so glad that you're looking into this outside of me. Like, I want you to learn along this process too. But also stick to your programming. Put the effort in now. So that way you can reach a place where you aren't always, quote unquote, healing in the future. Those phases of life ebb and flow. Remember, I take breaks too. I was kind of like in this coasting phase the past few months on the progress that I had made last summer uh, in winter. So uh, last spring, I kind of, you know, recalibrated on some things. I did a stool test and a hormone test. And I was like, all right, I got to work on these things. I did. I started feeling better. Things were moving and grooving in the right way. And then I just kind of like maintained that and coasted by because, again, I was really focused in on that process in spring and summer. And so I learned like, okay, this works better for me. I need to continue doing this. So I just maintained that throughout the fall and the winter. And then just this last month or so, I did another test where I'm like, okay, now I have the next tier of things to be doing. Um, But again, like that's okay to have these like coasting versus healing phases. Um you know, once you're ready to dive deeper, then you dive deeper. So um, again, it's not like coasting is vegging out where it's like, well, I did all the work and I'm pretty much just going to chill the rest of the year because I worked really hard for three months. Because again, that's, you're probably not going to maintain any of the progress you made in that healing phase if you don't actually try to maintain any of that or make this like a habit or lifestyle thing. So again, I just, you work on maintaining and then you can focus in on a little bit to be more diligent. 
So for now, I am totally fine to be in a space where I am focusing in on more gut and hormone stuff and I have more supplements and I have more things that I'm being diligent about with my sleep and my stress management and all that, which, you know, what are the, some of the things that I am focusing in on is I want to strengthen my gut. So I'm taking some supplements to help clear out some um, opportunistic bacteria that was in there that definitely was causing some symptoms. Um, I had some low hormones in some areas, so working to improve that. Um, cortisol was better, but definitely still needs some support. So working on that stuff through circadian rhythm and um, using some adaptogens as well. And the things that I'm doing are, again, I'm using some supplements. I'm trying to increase my food, which is really hard. Um, I want to say hard as a female, but I think it might be it might be hard for anybody. Um, but it's hard to be like, yeah, you should probably be eating more. So, um, you know, I'm trying to increase my food. And the reason for that is because our sex hormones need food, in particular dietary fats, to be produced. So I'm like, all right, maybe I need to increase this a little bit. Um, I'm slowing down on my workouts. I'm not by any means stopping my workouts. Um, I do love to work out and I love to lift weights. That's my thing. But I'm approaching it differently. And it's like it's really working. And it's really been cool to see my body not completely like shut down or like go the opposite direction by doing that. Um, I'm continuing to work on better sleep hygiene. I am guilty of I've fall into these habits where I end up staying up and watching one more episode, even though I'm wearing my blue light blocking glasses, I still will do that. And like, it's a show that's stimulating. And so I get all stimulated and I think about it and I'm going to sleep thinking about it and I just don't get that great of sleep. So uh, I'm trying to be really better about, you know, really calming down and slowing down and turning my brain off before going to sleep. And then stress management, I've gotten back on that breath work. Um, I love that. So I've been more diligent with that. And again, like these are things that I never necessarily lost or didn't do last year at the end of last year. It was more of like, it wasn't as prescribed for me. Like now it's more of like, these are parts of my day. Uh, whereas before it was like, oh, I haven't done that in like four days. So maybe I'll try that. Whereas now it's like, all right, this is just part of the new routine. So I hope that this makes sense. I'm obviously not demonizing working on your health. I mean, this is my love and my work and I'm just, I'm so thankful that I get to do this with other people and I get to be on this journey with them and be part of their healing process. But I do think that we have taken it too far. People get burnout on trying to be healthy because they're always moving from one thing to the next. They're always trying the new fad they saw on social media and disregarding the basics. And for goodness sakes, stick with the basics first before you try and get fancy. And what I mean by that is focusing in on whole foods, getting sunlight and fresh air, and moving daily, sleeping really well, managing your stress, like all of those things are important before you try the next fad or you get really fancy with your supplements and all that. If you truly make this a lifestyle, which by the way, it can take years to achieve that, then you won't feel so burnt out on being healthy and you'll actually achieve that balance that you have been looking for all along. I really truly believe that. I'm sending you a lot of love. I appreciate us being here together, sharing this time together. This was a faster episode of mine, but again, just wanted to get some thoughts out. Reach out with questions, feedback, or if you have encouragement on someone who maybe could benefit from hearing it if they're in a position, um, you know, where they're starting to get ready or starting to get, um, you know, in a healing phase or they're, you know, improving their health or whatever it is. I'd love to hear from you and I hope that you all have a wonderful week. 
Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I so appreciate your interest in holistic health and hope you learned something you can apply to your own life. References from this episode are linked in the show notes, as well as links to find me, Evie, on social media platforms. If you'd like to learn more about services from Holistically Restored, click on the link in the show notes. I'd love to hear from you. If you enjoyed this content, I encourage you to subscribe and also leave a review on Apple Podcast. Until next time, be well, my friends.